Welcome back to Nerdery and Nonsense of the Nerds with Accents Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joe, aka that dude from VI, aka the Renaissance Nerd, aka Young Iro. And you can find us and this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and now Stitcher. Make sure you show the pod some love by following us, subscribing, giving us a five-star review and rating, and you know. Telling a friend to tell a friend, man, all small gestures, but it's big for us. It helps us out and helps us go in the rankings, all of that good stuff. We also want to welcome your feedback. So right into the show, we will read it. Uh, tell us you like the show. Tell us you love or hate our takes on whatever it is we're talking about, you know, or just comment on a particular episode. It's all good. Uh, you can do so by commenting on our Facebook page, our Podomatic page um, under that particular episode. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Um, the show's Twitter account is TNWA Pod. Again, that's TNWA Pod. Uh, follow us. We will follow back right into the show. And we will do all of that on the show live. We'll read it on the show live. And my socials and JG social will be in the show notes. So everything is there for you. And yeah, man, that's pretty much it, man. So as always, y'all know I have my boy, uh, permanent co-host, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> the Avenger fighting COVID, the number one DC detractor, the myth of Maryland. What's good, my boy, JG? What's goody? Pumpkin spice, everything nice. Chilling. <laughs> Cooling. Pumpkin spices. That's right. It's, it's almost that time. The, the leaves game brown. Right. It, it was like 66 degrees this morning, you know. It's just, it's looking nice out here, man. The magic of autumn. Big Fox. You know, I, I live in Florida, so autumn don't really exist. But I appreciate you. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. That shit, you know, today's a little rainy, so it's a little cool. So it's like a fake autumn type, you know, like faux autumn. So I feel you. Just for today. Okay. All right. All right. Bootleg autumn. Bootleg fall. Maybe the alligators ain't coming out as often, you know. <laughs> Boss, if I see an alligator, I, I will legit let's shit myself, dog. Like I, I'm like definitely in trying to see that. Luckily, I've not come across one as of yet. Thank wow, God. Wow, really? Okay. Thank God. Only iguanas, you know. Lots of iguanas. You know, yeah. they, they're taking over up here the same way they're taking over back home. Oh wow, yeah. I don't, I don't really like lizards and amphibians like that. I'm not really a fan of that animal kingdom. Same. But yeah. Same, 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 man. But yeah, man. Thanks for joining me as usual. And you guys, man, this week we had so much news. We got a lot of dope stuff to talk about, but I just wanted to say this up front before we get to all the greatness, before we get into what we care about, before we get into what intrigues us, absurd nerdery, all that good stuff. You know what I mean? Your boy's been rocking with that Merlot. You know, that super expensive $6 Publix Merlot. You know what I mean? So this might be the drunk part I've been waiting to have. You know what I mean? Episode 27. This might actually this might actually be it. So we go we go have a we go have a good time today, man. So the real statement is the Merlot has been rocking him. <laughs> I can't even I can't even disagree, man. I can't <laughs> I can't even disagree, man. But y'all know what time it is, man. We gotta get to what we care about in nerdery. And y'all know, you should know if you know us. We got to talk about the boys, Amazon Prime show. Um, super dope superhero show season two came out last week Friday they released the first three episodes but after last week 
they're releasing the episodes once a week, one episode per week on Fridays, man. So, JG, you know I, I love this show. I'm super excited that it's back. And we, we both watched the first four episodes. So, I guess tell me some of your impressions so far in season two. And, guys, we're going to give a little bit of some spoilers. So, if you haven't caught up, just skip like 10 minutes and we'll be on to another topic. So we won't give away everything, but we're definitely going to talk about this, man. So, so far, four episodes in, like, like, how are you feeling about this? Man, it's like season two on, I mean, not season two, season one on steroids right now, man. Like, you know how season one started off real intense. Then we had a few investigative episodes. Well, they start off real intense just from the jump on season two. So you really get to see the horror and the, the oppression and the, just the sick minds of the heroes that, you know, that they try to parade around as some type of protectors of the public or the people. You know, they're nothing like that. You know, there's a lot of different themes. I'm sure Joel would um, expound on it. You know, the right. imperialism, the uh, well, there's definitely racism in there. You'll see that in season two. Um, yeah, he has a bunch of different um, points on that. And, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying it so far, man. It's violent. It's messy. It's gru- <laughs> It's a lot of blood and gore. <laughs> you know, new characters, new elements. It's dope. Yeah, man. I mean, this season, I mean, it's, I'm trying so hard not to spoil it. I just like the direction they're going. Like, they're really developing the story. You know what I mean? Like, um, where I left off in season one, um, Butcher, um, B- Billy Butcher realized that his wife, he was searching for who he thought was dead. Turns out, turns out that she has a, a child with Homelander, who is basically like the most like super psychotic, sociopathic Superman, basically. You know, as you know, if you watch the show, so like they start off with that. And obviously the team is still on the run because, you know, they're basically up against the, the soups or whatever. But like, man, like, oh my God, this show is so good. And like, like JG said, like some of the themes that they're weaving into it, like they're weaving into like um, people being demagogues and like corporate greed and all of these different things, man. So like, I think it's excellent so far. And like people who've been watching the show, like, Homelander, he's basically the complete opposite of Superman. Superman is like a symbol. He has all the power in the world, but he don't use it unless he absolutely has to. He kills everybody. Homelander is just, I'm trying to push this agenda so I am the superhero that everybody loves, everybody fears, and he is just terrifying. Like, dog, like, when he is on screen, you never know what this man going to do. You never know what he's going to snap a neck, use them, them laser eyes and just blow through your head. Like when he is on screen, I am on the edge of my couch. Like, oh my God. I literally in my head, I'm like, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. Yeah, like I just keep asking myself, like what's stopping this man from just going wild, killing everybody <laughs> and taking over the wall, right. you know, just becoming the president of the United States, you know, just dictating everything. They have to understand, you know, what his weakness is. They have to have some type of information on him to keep this dude at bay. I mean, you can't have this type of dude running around and have no contingency or backup plans. It just don't make sense. So, you know, that's that's one thing that kind of worries me in the back of my head. And I don't want right. to spoil it, but just to show you, you know, how sick it was kind of a funny moment. <laughs> you know, they were in the tunnel and, and um, 
you know, the one star. What's her name again? Starfire. Not Starfire. Starlight. That's my baby. That's my baby. So, you know, Homelander is like, uh, just just kill him. Do me a favor. Just kill him. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to do it. He's like, it's easy. Just put your hands in the air. You know, like you just don't care. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'm like that that have me cracking up. Like it's just another day for him, man, killing right. innocent people. That's what he does, and of course, there's another character in the show that's even worse than that man. So, yes, you know, guys, yeah, I, in for right. That's the thing. Like he's so depraved. Like he's so fucked up. But that's like you said, moments like that where that line is so he's so it's so funny how sick he is sometimes because you know it's fake. But then you already have him who just he's evil he's a bully he's basically all-powerful he, he just basically terrifies people into doing his bidding and then now they add stormfront who's a new character or new to the seven or whatever like this this show's equivalent of the justice league and she's terror she's terrifying she's a demagogue she's trying to control the people through fear she she kills just like him just like she'll kill anybody she feels like killing for any reason you know what i mean like she is terrifying and like I was point. We were talking about it separately when we were watching it, just texting each other. And I was like, "Boss, this woman right here, she more dangerous to me than Homelander, cause she seems more like controlling and manipulative, and she knows how to play everybody. And she's impulsive, and she really she has her own little biases. She's racist. You'll see it in the show. Pretty much. Well, you know." I hope I didn't spoil too much, but you know, you 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 made that statement about homeboy wife, so that was done one big spoiler already. Right. <laughs> you you mess up big on that one. Well, but, no, that's no, that that's that happened. That that was revealed at the end of season one. They had time to catch up. Okay, okay. I'll yeah, make, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man, I good, I good, okay. I good. All right, all right. The, all the, right. the Merlot ain't rocking me that bad, not yet. All right, yeah. So you know, that's a good point, though. It, I guess, this is like a real life Justice League. Like Justice right. League is like a kitty idea of goody two shoes that just saved the wall just because you know this is probably a real look at what would happen if we did have people with these types of powers running around you know walking for the government right doing whatever they want them to do basically and it does give you a good reminder of how the media could spin things right you know to make it look like it's a certain narrative and it really isn't right that's right. the type of society we live in so yeah yeah and that's the thing like you said that like and it also shows like the way the media can be spun you know what i mean by corporations like basically if for some reason you haven't never watched this show just really quick it's basically just a superhero show and it's more of a realistic take on if superheroes are real what would happen you know what i mean so basically like superheroes are really connected to like this vat this corporation or whatever called vat and Obviously, the money would control them. You know what I mean? They would try to be greater and take over society. And you know what I mean? If superheroes were in the real world, they would still be human. They would, they would still be, they would still fall prey to all our issues that we have. You know what I mean? From from daddy issues to alcoholism to some people just being sexual perverts. You know what I mean? Like they touch on so many different things, and that's why the show is so dope. But like this season here, like. There's only eight episodes, I believe, like last season. And I'm just like, I'm so excited to see the next four episodes because they reveal so much in the first four episodes. And it seemed like everything was come to a head with this, especially with Stormfront. Stormfront is, uh, uh, oh my God, I don't want to say too much, but she seems like there's a lot more to her than they're, that they're letting on 
so far, man. So I really liking it so far. And I like the way they were building up, you know? The first two episodes, they were kind of building up to what's going on. And from three, four, they just start hitting the ground, running. Atomic bomb. Yeah. They just dropped it in the most recent episodes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, man. So I just just love it. I just love it that so far, man. And I I love that instead of bringing in a character to like balance out um, Homelander, they're throwing Stormfront. And she basically seemed to be taking him to an even more evil level, you know? Like he was already fucked up, but he had an agenda and she is on some just trying to rile up the people, control them with fear to weaponize them to do whatever she wants. Like she is more dangerous and tyrannical than he is. You know, he just have a prog, he have a program, he have his talking points that he wants to be loved and be like the superstar that everybody loves. But she, she have an agenda and I can't, I can't wait for them to like fully reveal her agenda what she actually trying to do man so if you're watching season four i mean pardon me season two get on that man like this this show is so so dope expediously is that the word it's, it's not you know, know what i mean uh expeditiously is the word you okay. know what i mean expeditiously is the word. hopefully ti yeah, hasn't patented that word and we don't get any problems <laughs> this is for you auntie man okay Okay, well, so check I- this out. First of all, you're throwing too many big words at me, okay? Now, because <laughs> I don't understand them, I'm going to take them as disrespect. Watch your mouth. I yeah, always man. love that clip. <laughs> Watch your mouth, man. But expeditiously. You know what I mean? We ain't got time for that. We're talking about the boys right now. The show is all about blood, guts, and corporate greed. You know what I mean? Indeed. Yeah, man, yeah, man. So, yeah, man, the boys has been uh, amazing so far. And, oh, last thing before we move on. Kimiko, I love Kimiko. I, I, I would love her. So, I can't tell you guys why, but I pray that they let her kill Stormfront. I, I, that's what I need before this season is over. I don't know if I can get it, but I need her to brutally kill Stormfront. The beef is on. I'm team Kimiko. And if you team Stormfront, then you know you got to pull up. You know what I mean? Let's Virtually go. pull up to the pod, and we're going to talk about it, man. So I want a brutal death. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Excruciatingly man. painful. Right, right, right. Ex- exactly. Rutaras. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, yeah, man. So, if you guys watching the boys and y'all you have comments on what's going on so far, y'all know what it is, man. Hit us up. Let us know, let us know who you're rooting for, who you're rooting against. Oh, all of that good stuff, man. But, yeah, man. So, that's the boys so far. Like I said, they're about four episodes in um, on Amazon Prime. So I'm excited for Friday to hurry up and come so I can watch that stuff, man. Um, but yeah, man, up next, uh, another another dope property, Mulan. We've been talking about this for weeks. They released, um, I guess, Premiere Access on Disney Plus last week, Friday. Yeah, yeah, last week, Friday. And I watched it. JG watched it. And I, I gonna let him go false. You know, I feel like he'll have a different take than me. We both watched it. And yeah, Jay. So how do you, how do you feel about the, the, the remake, the Mulan live action remake on Disney Plus? All right. The real live action remake, which is more historically accurate, uh, closely following the Ballad of Mulan, which is, you know, supposedly a fictional tale, but, you know, it actually might be a story of a real warrior, you know, they kind of debate it in Chinese history, but uh, yeah, yeah, 
it was uh, pretty good. You know, I was really expecting a lot from it. And I think it was decent, you know. I paid for it, and my sister is still watching it. She says she want to make the most of the subscription. So she's just watching it over and over again. I think she enjoys it very much. My niece, right. you know, right. it's definitely some great imagery, seeing a, a, a beautiful and capable and intelligent young lady in Mulan <laughs> and some of the other supporting characters right. know, just being amazing and doing amazing things that are reminiscent of Crouching, you know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Right. If you're a fan of that type of movie, you know, you definitely will see some things that you can appreciate right. in this movie. Uh, it's, it's definitely not as classic as the uh, animated one. You know, oh, you don't man. have any singing dragons, no Eddie Murphy. You know, you don't have that, that element in there. Uh, you know, that type of magic. It's not exactly a musical, so don't come expecting music. You will hear some little... <laughs> You will hear a little flutes. You will hear some flutes in the back that actually are like the same songs from the animated right. show. So that that was good to, you know, and that nostalgic reminder in the show to hear that it was dope. Um I expected a I expected more battles. I expected bigger battles. You know, more tactics, you know, more, you know, just more epicness, period. You know, more ominous i feel like the villains were just empty like he had a very simple story you killed my dad i'm gonna come and kill your ass like you know show me why you know like if you watch the animated show like attila the hun like him coming to, towards china that was like that was an extremely dangerous situation that could threaten the entire right. way of life in china Right. And you got that feeling in the animated show. You know, it was really a, a big event, a really big thing. You know, it was you know, you know, big historic event that really threatened the lives of all the Chinese citizens. I didn't really get that from this little villain. You know, it's, it's it is based on um a real invasion of the Roran people from the Northern Mongolian army, but you know, they just felt like bandits to me they just felt like wayward bandits <laughs> some coins or something <laughs> and you know little bootleg right. villains trying to stage some revolt or something they didn't really seem too threatening to me i didn't really feel i didn't get i didn't get the same feeling like the villains sucked and also i know it's disney i know it's disney but you got swords and spears and flails and explosions but i didn't see one drop of blood in that whole like I don't think I did. I don't think I saw one drop of blood in the whole damn movie. I didn't see anybody getting impaled, skewered, roasted. I didn't see nothing, man. Boss, this you Disney, know? this for the kids, man. They ain't trying to show you all of that. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, you know, but you know, it was some. Def it was definitely some good fight scenes. You know, Jet Li plays the Emperor. He clean up some of them bandits, some of them roaring clowns, right. wrap them up, throw them down like it was nothing. You know, definitely had some good moments, but I just needed needed to be more meaty, man. Just more into it, more put into it. But um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm looking to see some more from that uh that actor. I, I don't know her name at the moment, unfortunately, but you know, the, the young lady that played Mulan. I'd like to see more of her in the future. Right. But that's I mean, about it, man. I enjoyed it. It's not classic. Yeah. It's not great, but it, you know, it's not terrible or bad. You know, go check it out. Yeah, like that's the thing, and like I kind of, I kind of came away with similar feelings, right? Because I, I like how the women drove the story, right? Like they really leaned into the women being the hero, even the new witch 
or so-called witch that they introduced, you know, she played a, a integral integral role in Mulan becoming what she was supposed to be. So I enjoyed that. But aside from that, and maybe like a second of the fighting, uh, I don't know, man. I didn't really, I didn't really like it, man. Like it had some good parts to it. I feel like there were a lot of little moments that was exciting, but it wasn't like prolonged. You know what I mean? Where you felt it throughout the movie, I, even the fighting, where which I was so excited about. You know, cause we talked about it a couple times leading up to it. I thought the fighting would have been more exciting. You know, more exciting and really lean into that crouching tiger hitting dragon style, and they kind of did. But they didn't lean into it enough for me, man. So I, I, I don't know, man. I really came, came in trying to like this, wanting it to be like a classic, and the action felt kind of like meh. You know what I mean? It felt like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, eh. You know what I mean? Like that Jet Li scene was really cool. Like you said, he kind of fold up the bandits. That was cool, but I feel like we needed more moments like that, man. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, I don't know, man. As much as I hate to say this, Sydney might have been right. She might have been right to withhold her bread. You know what I mean? <laughs> Until December, man. I hate to give Sydney any credit. But yeah, man, I don't know. I, I, I watched it. Granted, I was a little tired because I, I, it was after a long road trip. But I was watching it. I was, I was falling asleep, man. <laughs> like a couple of times I catch myself falling asleep. I had to like power through watching these things, man. But I, I might give it a shot, try to watch it again. You know what I mean? But uh, I won't tell anybody not to watch it. I might, I might, I might say wait. You know, wait until you. It won't cost you twenty dollars. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't really the epic film I was expecting all this time. But ain't a bad watch any either. I don't think. Right, right. Like it, it's it's worth a it's worth a little stream, but ain't like. Ain't like some legendary thing that you have to save the money and wait for December fourth. Right, right, exactly. But yeah, man, I'm glad it was made. I'm glad they tried to make it more hysterical, historically accurate. But I mean, this this is basic. This is basically this is basically the 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 plot of the movie, just not as dope. <laughs> you ready to fucking die? No, yeah, I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> that was basically that's, a, that's a good little discreet summary. Yeah, <laughs> just basically that's basically the plot of the movie. Mulan's a bad bitch. I would kill Mulan, but I just wish they was she was more badass as they were doing that. You know what I mean? As they were showing that, but you know, check it out. If you have feelings, good or bad, let us know, man. We we'll definitely talk about it uh, and all that good stuff, man. So that, that that's basically what we cared about this week. See, so I know what time this will be gonna get into what. Uh, what intrigues us in nerdery and god damn it guys it was a lot but if you don't watch it dishonor on you dishonor on your family dishonor on your cow dishonor <laughs> on the car you drove in right right whack tv as well that stupid brock dung piece of garbage all right <laughs> right right so just make sure y'all check it out y'all y'all let us know man but on to what intrigues us um first of all we had oh my god like i said we had so much news this week i tried to pack everything in that was worth talking about so let's let's get let's get to it first off uh xbox basically had a big reveal man they revealed xbox series s and x uh to be launched on november 10th 
all filled with game Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and EA Play, man. So basically what's happening is uh, Xbox Series S is for what, $300? And the Xbox Series X is with $500. So basically the Xbox Series X is a more powerful console. Um, and the S is more like a mini, as a smaller console, more affordable price. And they both launch on the 10th. They actually are open, opening orders up for pre-order on September 22nd, man. So Xbox really jumped out of the window. I really wasn't expecting them to have such a low price, like $300. Like that is unheard of, you know? Like I, I really thought it would have been 400 and 500 or maybe... 400 and 600 man and they jump out to the window they jump out to the window with this news man and they basically point their point their feet on jg neck you know they hear jg talking that shit you know what i mean talking about ps gang shit they're like oh really let me drop you with this 300 xbox and see how you feel about it you got to do something man you got to do something to stay competitive and you know try and beat out your you know your your adversaries in the business you can't have PlayStation with all these great games and great prices. That's that's insane. Mm. Great games and great prices. I mean, I'm talking about games people have been waiting for for like five years plus. So they gotta do something, man. You gotta put your best foot forward. And um, they did, they did, man. I'm actually considering buying that three hundred dollar Xbox. Right? Yes, you know, we might as well just fold that story up into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> like, that's, what I was, that's what I'm saying, right? Boss, as soon as I read this article on Twitter, this was my reaction. This was me. Did you ask the question? Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Dog, that was me. I was like, boss, if you don't put this shit off with $300, I might, I might buy both. And y'all know, IPS gang forever. You know what I mean? I rock with Nintendo, but I might have all three this time. Because yeah. if they're going to have a cheaper one for $300 and they have Game Pass to have so many games, you just pay like a little $24.99 a month and you have basically thousands of games at your disposal that'll get cheaper. As time goes on, you can buy them for $5 with all the indie games you could think about. Bro, I might get I might get Xbox Series S, bro. Right. And then I, there are also some future Xbox exclusive games that you could play on the Series S, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So course. you know there are a few games that I am interested in, like Fable. So right. you know that's Xbox exclusive, from what I understand. So you know, have a nice little three hundred dollar version sitting on my beautiful, you know, um, entertainment console setup. You know, um, what's the word for it? You know, you know, you know, you know, a little, um, you know, entertainment center. entertainment center. Oh, there it is. Well, yeah. But then there's a little cabinet that has different, you know. Right. shelves and things like that so i could have my xbox underneath the ps4 because ps4 ps5 still down top so right yeah but yeah you know it, it's smaller it's not as powerful but it's 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 um it's, it has very you know great imagery he has great um you know rendering you know it's just um it's, it's a very uh complicated and sophisticated piece of technology it's all digital so you know no hard copy stuff but um and then you could like pause one game and then go immediately into another one. I think that's an amazing feature. Yeah. I don't have to pop something in every every second, and I don't have to end everything I'm doing on one game to go to the next one. You know, if I get tired of this game, I just want to try something else out, brighten my spirits, I could do that. 
You know, so if I get Demon Souls and I get tear up seriously, left and right, mm-hmm. I could just say, let me take a yeah, let me take a pause, save my brain cells, my mental stability, and play Super Mario or something to lighten my mood. You could do that immediately with the Xbox Series S, and it's also you know great on the loading times as well. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm a, I'm um yeah, I'm gonna scoop that up, man. I'm gonna have two <laughs> consoles for the very first time ever in history. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, man. So like, yeah, the the show the Microsoft they finally figured it out lower the price a little bit, and then you know they put up pressure on the PS, the PlayStation, man. They put up pressure on the PS Five. They have the three hundred dollar option, the five the five hundred dollar option. Now some some PlayStation gang people gotta make some decisions. You know what I mean? Which is exactly what they were supposed to do, man. So this is good news. And it really gives me a chance, to be honest. Gives me a chance to really test out that that game pass. It gives me a reason now, okay, cheap enough where it might be worth it for me. If it was everything five hundred dollars, maybe I'll just be cheap and buy the PlayStation and keep moving. But now I have to test out that game pass, bro. Definitely I never had a game pass. So maybe I should try that out, see what types of games they have to offer. Right, right. Like and things go to game pass so quickly, like even new games. Okay. Like sometimes new games go on there so quickly, like it's a hell of a deal. So yeah, that's why I keep saying, like, you know, I, I PS gang because they had to me to have the best games, like it's not even close, but you can't sleep on that game pass because it just give you so much so much volume, you know, of different games of different types. Yeah, you can't you can't sleep on that man. But yeah, man, show shout out to Xbox, man. Finally making a goddamn splash. And that's what we want, man. We want some competition. The same way we want competition between DC and Marvel, we want competition between Xbox and PS5. So, yeah, man, shout out to them, man. And obviously, in related news, PS5 had to come out and say something after Xbox basically took over the week. So they announced that there's going to be a PS5 showcase event coming September 16. So, as you know, it's a possibility we could learn the prices coming Wednesday, September 16th at 1 p.m. Pacific time, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Allegedly, it's going to focus on the console's upcoming games. So you're going to see some more from the Spider-Man Miles Morales game, Ratchet and Clank, Demon Souls, um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Yeah, man. So we're we going to see, man. i waiting for that price. You know what I mean? i really waiting for that price. So far, we only heard the rumors for the PS5 price. You know what I mean? But hey. They still haven't re- revealed the release date or the price. Now is the time. You know what I mean? Now is the time. So I'm excited to see that. And obviously, once that drops, we'll keep y'all informed of what's going on. Cyberpunk. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. That's looking good too, man. As more come out, we'll talk about that too. But I saw a couple of clips. That's looking right. So... We're going to see, man, the, the war for most supreme, supreme console is coming, man. So I was down. thinking of other games, but, the, you know, the wine day in my head. No, it's all playing. good, man. This is this is the wine part. This is the wine part today, man. You know, but there we had Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, we have all the anime games. We have all the JRPGs. We good. We good over here in PS Gang, okay? Yeah, that's all I got to say is Cyberpunk. So, you know, it's all right. good. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? There Tons of, yeah. Go ahead. My bad. The Woodman was questioning my PS gang status because I was complimenting the Xbox. So if you're listening, the Woodman, I ain't, I ain't jump ships. I just play on both sides. You know what I mean? There are good people on both 
sides. Okay. <laughs> it's the first time you heard that and it actually applies. So yeah, man, excited about that. Um, and then in more news, Nintendo decided they want to announce some stuff earlier this week, or I guess late last week. Um, they're announcing um, a 3D Mario collection for the Switch, man. So basically they're remaking Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine, as well as other classic 3D Mario games that's going to be coming to the Switch, man. And they confirmed that, like I said, late last week. So me, as somebody who had Mario Sunshine, played the hell out of it, had a great time playing it, and somebody obviously who owns a Switch, you know what I mean, gang gang, I'm ready, man. Like, I love that game. I would love to play a, a remastered version of it, man. Maybe they'll add some new features to it. So I, I, I'm ready, bro. I'm ready, bro. I always wanted to play Mario Sunshine. You know, but back in those days, I didn't really have consoles. I just had, like, a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. You know, sometimes I'd play my, my friends' consoles and things like that. But when it came out, I saw, like, I think I saw a a trailer on Toonami, actually. Right. And it just looked really dope. It just looked so much fun, you know, to go around with that jetpack clean and everybody's filled up. <laughs> right. So it just looked really cool. Yeah. Mario's no, always doing something cool. But, um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that just to try out Sunshine, really. Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's really a fun game, man. The graphics were great. The visuals were dope. Um, the jet you could do all type of foolishness, foolishness with the jetpack. Like it really was a fun game to explore the island, and and do all that, man. Like that's a fun game, man. So I'm excited. That's definitely one of the next games, um, I gonna get from the Switch. So I I was really excited for that announcement, man. So that was dope. You know, as a Sonic man, but yeah, let's go ahead, let's continue. I mean, at at one point we we got to talk about that because Sonic is dope. But Sonic as a franchise, that's no, there's no way that's better than Mario as a franchise. Really? No way, dog. Running at top speeds with Sonic is more exciting than Mario. Anything Mario ever did in his life. <laughs> I will stand by this for the rest of my life as a nerd. Mario spawned, Mario spawned Smash Brothers. Mario spawned Sunshine. Mario spawned Mario Kart. Come on, Mario Party. That's why I said as a franchise. Mar- Come on, Mario is a foundation. Okay, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't deny that, but I mean, I'm just talking about quality versus right. quantity, you know. Right, but right. We-, we could discuss this another time. Go head to head, butt horns, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. I'm an old buck. I've been around, you know. Right. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not new to this. But uh, yeah, man, that Sonic soundtrack is unparalleled. Oh, yeah, for Sonic sure. Shout out to Sonic Adventure 2. For sure. <laughs> for sure. That shit had bangers, man. But, yeah, man. Um, also, uh, we talked about, after uh, DC Fandom a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, Gotham Knights, a game that was pr- premiered during that. And they basically explained a bit more about um, the different characters and their combat styles for Red Hood, Nightwing, Robin, and Batgirl. So basically, I just thought it was really cool, man. They, they, they really paid like attention and uh, putting detail into the different characters based on their backstories. So like Red Hood is more like a, a brutal fighter where I focus on gunplay, like bossing <laughs> guns. And then Nightwing is more like acrobatic, which makes sense because Dick Grayson was, you know, his family was the flying Graysons, you know. Um, so he's more acrobatic. So he has like a more like exaggerated style of fighting. 
while the current Robin used stealth and a lot of tech because, you know, he's like the tech guy. Um, and finally, Batgirl, basically, she combines, like they say, a laser-focused, targeted, and efficient melee fighter approach with a lot of resilience and ability to weaponize her environment using hacking, man. So the more I see from this game, I'm liking it, man. The, the utilization of um, different weapons, the cooperative play, uh, the... I guess the, the injection of Dr. Freeze or Mr. Freeze, whichever one he's, I keep forgetting. Um, Mr. Freeze as as a, as a villain. Like, I, I'm excited, man. The more screenshots I see, it just looks so crisp. You know what I mean? The graphics look crisp. They, they put a lot of detail into the characters. Like, yeah, this this looking really, really good, bro. I fully agree. I think, you know, reading the article and seeing the different types of fighting styles, I think I'm going with, with our bat girl. And mm. I think that's more my style, you know, straight up and down, different techniques, just to see the beauty and the flow of combat, you know, nothing too tricky, right. but, um, you know, something that works and that's functional and, you know, somewhat simplified. And I like how she'll probably use her environmental advantage and, you know, tear yeah. man up, you know, yeah. the gunplay, you know, I don't got shooter games. I don't need to go into the gunplay. Right. I want right. to back somebody in the face and sweep them down <laughs> to the ground. So. No, I feel that, man. I, I'm kind of torn between uh, the gunplay for the Red Hood and um, Nightwing. I just love, you know me, anime head. Anything super exaggerated, a lot of acrobat, a lot of flipping around the place, acrobatic type of stuff. Like, I'm down for that, man. So between between them two characters, I'm pretty sure I'll bounce back and, back and forth between those two characters, man. So Dope. this shit looking good. And just like we just in terms of video games, man, we have so much things to look forward to, man. So I am super friggin' excited. Yeah, man. So, so am I. Excited to yeah. prowl the streets of Gotham. <laughs> now in That's real right. life, I'd be terrified for my life, but <laughs> in the game, I'm gonna be a boss. Right, right, right. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? Like this, I, I didn't really plan talking about this, but like like, like, imagine really and truly having to, like, patrol the streets of Gotham. And they have, like, Mr. Freeze, the Penguin, the Red Lad, the Joker, uh, Catwoman, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. Like, dude, nah. I would nah. just quit my job. Like, you might as well just get a nice office job and, you know, <laughs> cool out somewhere, dog. You yeah, would yeah. not want to be a police officer in friggin' Gotham. Hell yeah, dog. No way. I would have never even tried to do the job. I wouldn't even have to quit because I never would have had the job. Exactly. Yeah, man. Like that 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 shit is that shit is crazy, was. But but yeah, man. So shout out to that. Uh next up, we have another game from another legendary franchise, right? From Mario now to Zelda. So uh new Hyrule Warriors is basically a Zelda Breath of the Wild prequel. So as we know, Breath of the Wild is one of the like premier games for the Switch that came out. It was a smash. I think it may have won game of the year. Now they're dropping a prequel called New Hyrule Warriors and it's coming to the Switch in November. Like the amount of video game news that we had just in the last two, three days has been incredible. Like incredible. So basically, um, it's a prequel and it's basically developed by um, the Omega Force team. It's basically called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. And it tells a story of the great calamity that's mentioned over and over again in Breath of the Wild. 
Um, and apparently it's going to be a bunch of massive battles between um, the forces of Hyrule and Ganondorf, you know, a legendary <laughs> villain from that series um, with heroes and villains fighting their way through hordes of enemies. Um, they're saying think dynasty warriors, but with Breath of the Wild characters and sensibility. So, it, ooh, yeah, like that sounds kind of dope. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. So you'll have Link, Zelda, and the four champions that'll be playable for the first time, man. So it seems like it'll be like a nice, fun game, emphasis on just having fun and beating up beating up all the all of the villains, man. So apparently Nintendo also mentioned that they're gonna have more information on the game on September twenty-sixth. So in a couple of weeks we'll get some more news about this. But yeah, man, you basically get dope. Dope video game news from all of the big consoles, man. From Xbox to PlayStation to to Nintendo. Yeah, you know, I didn't play the first one because I didn't have a Switch at that time. That was a whole different time in life. <laughs> I didn't find the glory of the Switch as of yet. But I always love Zelda. I mean, who? I mean, who doesn't? What what nerd doesn't like Link? You know, what nerd doesn't get mad when someone calls Link Zelda? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I had the old Game Boy games, man. You know where you hit a you hit the chicken too many times and the whole flock coming after you. Like, you know, only a real Zelda player would know what I'm talking about. Right. But um, you know, they always had a very exciting world. You know, magic swords, anything with swords and magic. You know, sign me up. Right. And then I love Dynasty Warriors as well. So when you tell me that it's like a combination of Dynasty Warriors and you know just zelda you know the beautiful world of zelda i'm ready you know plus it's you know it's a giant expansive world so i always like exploration as well that's just one of the best things about gaming you know it's one of the one of the things that takes you away into a whole other world which is one of the reasons why people game you know excess what's the word for it um escapism you know escapism so zelda is definitely going to take me to that level and i'm going to get this new one here and then Enjoy it, my limited edition switch. You know, uh, just wanted to the, mention the that one that you you <laughs> you pushed out while you out of the way to acquire. I didn't push anybody out of the way, but you know that's a funny story. Yeah, you know, poor poor, but, poor girl. You know, she just wanted to get a switch. I hear this one come true. You know what I mean? Just yeah. shove her to the side. Yeah, I catch her sleeping. You know, she <laughs> she she wasn't ready. She she come in there. She didn't come in there with a gusto on the energy. Need. Right. Right to the front of that line and get a switch. You know she was she was loafing. You know she was just she won on point. Yeah, this I mean this, this ain't a game, man. It's a limited edition switch, bro. Animal yeah. Crossing switch, like you know. Exactly. I mean, sometimes you don't get stiff arm on your way to purchasing the thing. You know. Yeah, you gotta step lively and know where you're going. But yeah, yes. sometimes you got batter a civilian <laughs> to get a game. I mean, I I understand. I mean, I wouldn't do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> I no savage, violent I acts occurred. But yes, yes, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So shout out to that, man. So the last thing we have for video game news is um um some news from from Ubisoft, man. Um, uh, Ubisoft says it's gonna donate to the NAACP after using the Black Lives Matter imagery to depict a terrorist group. So damn, seemed like a lot was going on here, man. Um, tell us about this. Ubisoft is wild. Wild, wild, wild. So they got this new game called Elite Some Foolishness. It's like a mobile game. 
and you know within the mobile game there's this like corporation called umbra right that, like, destroys and attacks governments or whatever but then the symbol of umbra is a black fist raised <laughs> oh my god so, you know I, like i like i told you know our uh, magnanimous podcast leader like i told him i thought they did it on purpose you know honestly i thought you know I think they did it on purpose, but they didn't think they'd get catch. It's a mobile game. You know, it's not some big game coming out on a big console. Because, I mean, Umbra is like, what, a, some type, something dark, black. And then you have a, a black fist raised. Come on, dog. Come, come on. That's a mistake? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But that's just my theory. I think they just get catch. <laughs> right. But um, now they have to donate some money to try and get themselves out of this mess. But um, wow. that's like what you get. <laughs> that's that, that's such, ew, that's hilarious, boss. Like this is just lazy. I feel like they just need like a lay. They need like some type of imagery to, yeah. to represent like that that yeah. group. And they're like, oh yeah, a fist. Let, and then they were like, let's just leave it black. You know what I mean? Like this is just terrible. Whether is it intentional or not? Like come on, man. This is just negligent. The game looks stupid, anyways. So <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like I'm looking at it stills. And I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't understand. Like, I ain't gonna lie. If I just saw it, I would have understood what they're trying to convey. I guess trying to convey with the raised fist. I wouldn't immediately attribute it to black people, but I'm glad that they're you know taking their money and donating money to the NAACP. Um, because then I mean that's a good way to kind of you know, kind of clear up everything. So. I don't think it was like some huge, some huge mistake. You know, like you said, it could be intentional. We'll never know. But no, I'm just, just glad they found a way to, to, to quote unquote fix it. No, I was just saying, you know, but yeah, yeah, it's good that they're donating because donate to the NAACP. I mean, I'm sure there are more specific avenues of donation you know, that are more right. relevant towards what's going on right now. But right. yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, man. Donate. You could donate to me too. It's safe. <laughs> Yeah, man. And apparently they're, I think it's a $100,000 donation. They're donating it to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund today. So. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't yeah. catch that part. The Legal Defense Fund. Okay. Right. Right. To the Legal Defense Fund. So I was like, all right. Okay. You know, I'll take it. $100,000. Um, and, they, and they also promised an additional donation. So that means they were feeling that. They were feeling that. Um, the, the, what's the word? Oh, Lord. The backlash. Thank you, the backlash. That backlash was legit. The, the backlash was legit, dog. Like, God <laughs> damn, boy. They said, they will get 100000 There will be an additional donation. <laughs> well, Joel, I think, I think that uh, you are the one who gave the title of this episode today. Backlash. <laughs> No, I, 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 I go look at that, but I go like, I kind of like yours earlier, wayward bandits. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. But we will see, man. We will see, man. I appreciate that, man. But yeah, man. So at least shout out for them for correcting the mistake, you know, and, um, you know, spending some money to, to a good cause, man. So, so, so uh, shout out for that. But that's all we have for the video game news. Now, Onto some movie news. As you guys know, there was the big trailer for the Batman movie that, that premiered during the DC fandom that we keep talking about. Y'all probably so tired of hearing me say the words DC fandom. If you're hearing me say the word DC fandom, you probably just take a shot. You know what I mean? If you have some alcohol already. But anyways, so they were filming the movie and uh, Robert Pattinson got COVID-19, which halted 
the Batman production. So they they stopping that whole process right now because he had COVID nineteen, and obviously we know COVID nineteen is a serious thing, is a pandemic. But of course it would be DC that let somebody and they said get get, get the COVID. You know what I mean? My like, lord, my All lord. That money. How come everybody ain't screened before they do a filming? I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe you know. I blame the Joker. He put it in the water systems or something. You know? <laughs> I mean, that would be something that he would do. You know what I mean? But like, of of course, of course, it would be them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I I I I I can't get it, man. Like just 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 as somebody. As somebody who rooting rooting for DC, man, they they keep letting me down, man. This is basically how I feel right now. No, I just I just it's just been it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, and I just had to have a warrior spirit, and that's all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I I have to keep pushing for these people, rooting for these people at every turn. First Shazam, not Shazam, pardon me. Black Adam, The Rock, and his whole family get a COVID, and they were about to start filming in a couple months. No. Robert Pattinson has the COVID, like, get it together, DC, okay? I'm here every week trying to fight JG and the DC detractors. You know, I try to be positive at, at every turn. You guys just being sloppy. Tisk, tisk, tisk. But, yeah, man, so we, I guess, obviously, they, they halted production, and then once he's better, depending on how long that take, you know? He's bad, man. He'll be all right. Yeah, hopefully, man, because this thing, this thing is serious. But yeah, man, so the film is temporarily paused. And apparently, I think he was the only person so far, I think, who was sick. So obviously, we want him to recover, get Definitely. better. And then just for him, you know, obviously, on a human level, yeah. for him to get better. And then they'll, re, they'll re, um, resume filming, man. So wish you a speedy recovery, bro. You take it yeah. easy. Use some herbs. Yeah, yeah, take it easy. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But yeah, man, so uh, we have, man, even more DC news. And of course, JG's favorite character from from, from DC, you know what I mean? Favorite actor as well, Ray Fisher, who plays Cyborg. He is back in the news. You know what I mean? The Ray Fisher versus DC saga continues, okay? Warner Brothers says Ray Fisher is not cooperating with the Justice League. Wow. <laughs> Misconduct investigation, man. This man. Oh, my God. Why do so, I feel like it was something that probably wasn't a big deal, but now it is because he went all in line and make a big noise, make a bunch of noise and everything. So now he's trying to get out of it. Like, let me just let it die down. I'm not going to cooperate because it was stupid in the first place. I don't know. I don't know. These are just theories, you know, but I know you feel very strongly about this. So you, you go ahead and let me know how you feel about my theory and unload your cartridge as well. Well, see, here, well, well, well let, let, me, let me just do some of the timeline. So just in case people ain't, ain't know what's going on. So, Okay, so basically, he basically said, yo, uh, there was some abusive behavior from, well, what was it? Jeff John, Jeff Johns, and what his name is? I think it's David Berg, David Berg on set. And he never explicitly said what was happening. Just, the, oh, yeah, some vague, vague threats of, of, of misconduct or whatever. So they finally did an investigation. 
and they're claiming that hey he's not cooperating right so hmm, this is what he said <sighs> okay so basically after the accusation what happened fisher responded um in a series of tweets and he said um he basically tweeted an email he sent to his team and sag following a meeting with the investigator and he said he left the conversation when he learned it was a second person on the line um like i said he already alleged misconduct um by filmmaker joss whedon on set and he said that producers john berg and jeff johns enabled the filmmakers alleged behavior but obviously fisher did not reveal specifics so they launched the investigation right so this friday fisher tweeted that hamada attempted to throw Joss Whedon and John Burke under the bus in hopes that he would relent on Jeff Johns. Um, and obviously J- Johns is like a star. He's like a DC comics writer. He's very known in the industry. He, he wrote a lot of dope comics or whatever. So in a statement Friday, the studio now came back and defended Hamada saying no, at no time did Mr. Hamada ever throw anyone under the bus. Um, as Mr. Fisher has a falsely claimed or rendered any judgments about Justice League production in which Mr. Hamada had no involvement since filming occurred before Mr. Hamada was elevated to his current position. And he's basically like, um, kind of like the, the head of, I guess, like DC, like DC film, the film, DC film division, right? So on Saturday, now Fisher came back and said, uh, in fact, he met with an investigator via Zoom on the 26th of August. Um, he also accused the studio of, of basically stoking the situation and escalated it to an entirely different level. But he's, quote, unquote, ready to meet the challenge. Right? This is where I go. Earlier, escalating it to a different level? Exactly. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, like this, this is what I'm saying, right? This man beating his chest talking about how these things were done to him for, for basically a, what, like a couple of months now, right? couple months now, he won't tell anybody yep. what happened. And at, any, at every turn, he's finding some excuse not to cooperate, not to say what exactly happened. You know what I mean? Like this, and then every chance he get, he, he, he operating like he's some goddamn freedom fighter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he left a tweet the other day. Thank you all for the support and for seeing through WB's desperate and scattershot attempt to discredit me to continue protecting those in power. Like, bro, like, if these people are so evil and why you don't just tell us what's happened? You know what I mean? You already got your win. You, you and your boy Zack Snyder got your movie, you know? Just your four-hour goddamn series on HBO Max. They're still making the movie. There's also news that he's going to be in The Flash He's going to be in the Flash movie that's coming up. You're not being blackballed. You see what I'm saying? How, how can all those things be true if you're allegedly being blackballed and you're, going to, you're still going to be in these other movies? So DC clearly is not blackballing you. They just want to do an investigation. You know what I mean? Like, then, then here go this dude, right? I just want you guys to hear this little clip that he posted. I think it was on Instagram. Like, this mania... If you don't think this man sounds like he's full of shit, please, please write in and let me know. Uh, obviously, I put out yesterday that there's <clears throat> there's going to be a third-party independent investigation. But even with those things, you do need to make sure that uh, the folks that you're dealing with are on the level. Because 
uh, at the end of the day, those people are being paid by somebody and finding out who's paying them and how all that stuff is being sorted out is extremely important. So you've got to do your due diligence. You've got to fact check and you can't just take those things on face value. So I appreciate the support. Just know uh, your boy is going to keep trying to fight the good fight. And as I've said in the past, if this is the only thing I'm blessed to do, if this impacts my career negatively in any way, uh, you know what? I'm glad that I was able to stand up for what I believe in. You talking about gain the Fox right there, everything buying out on Fox. You know, like, if they, please don't tell me this whole thing is because they wanted you to say booyah. <laughs> like, like the character in the show. You know, please don't tell me, like, you know, they want you to be like that character in the show and they want you to say these lines. Please don't tell me it's about that. Don't tell me the whole misconduct, you know, all of that stuff is because of that. Cause that yeah, that's really stupid. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. You know, that is a little off putting. I ain't gonna lie, you know. They want you to make some type of silly statement or something, but you know, that's that's not exactly tragic. That's not exactly freedom fighter level the five bloods, you know. I, I don't <laughs> right. know. You know, you sound like you, you you about to die on the cross for black people or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and I don't think but, it's that serious. But Ray Fisher, if, aka Black Jesus. Right. If it's that serious, you need to just come out, let us know what happened, and we will fully support you. But for right now, the way you carrying it, it, it don't sound genuine. Yeah, man. That's my thing, man. Like, obviously, like, I write for my black people. You know what I mean? Me and care if you're Afro-Caribbean, African-American, African, whatever. You get, you get a point. Any part of the diaspora. I rock with. I rock with our black people. You hear me? But this man, this still sound like a bunch of bullshit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, John do me wrong. Well, how John do you wrong? You see what I'm saying? And the man can't say nothing. He can't say anything. It's just, oh, yeah, I'm going to fight the good fight. He using, like, all of these buzzwords, but he can't say what actually happened. Say what's actually happening. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he finding any excuse not to cooperate. I wonder why you don't want to cooperate. Because you're not being blackballed. They're remaking the movie that you wanted with, with your boy, Zach. I know you're about to be in the flash. So what are you talking about? They're still in talks for you to be in the flash. Like, come on. If these things really happening, go you through are. the investigation. Let them know. And if they drop the ball, let air them out. You know what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? Air them out and say, yo, I told them A, B, and C happened. They didn't do nothing. This is the proof that I have. He ain't coming forward with no proof. And you have the support of your cast members. Exactly. Jason exactly. Momoa. That's yes. I mean... You know, people are support you. They, you know, they back you. You know, don't be scared now. You know, you'll be all right. You, you, I don't think you're gonna be blackballed, man. Just come out and tell us what happened, so we could flame Josh Whedon and all these fools. Well, I don't even know if they're fools, but you know, I like <laughs> using the word fools. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I support it. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, just like you said, Jason Momoa came out in support of him. He showed a sign of public support for Ray Fisher. Um, you know, in the battle against Joss Whedon and, and Warner Brothers, he basically shared a picture um, of Ray Fisher with a caption, I stand with Ray Fisher. But guess what? And, and that's the thing, like, I understand more people are coming out to support him. You know, like, he's getting support from, from uh, what, what the guy's name is, like I just said, Jason Momoa. But nobody is saying nothing what's happening. Like, it just feels so weird to me. Like, they're trying to just, like, be attention attention grabbing you know what i mean like so right i i really i really want to support the man but this this seemed like bullshit to me man so yeah. i would love to this one of the things where, like i would love to be wrong 
yeah, man. Prove me wrong. Right. But right. for right now, it's something a little contrived. Yeah. But for sure. For sure, man. Let us know, man. The people are here for you. Yeah, man, for sure. Exactly. Like, if you finally talk about this thing in a way that makes sense, he going to get the support. He already gained support from people, but he'll get even more support. And it'll put him in a position where they cannot, you know, shut him down without everybody being aware of them doing it because of, you know, the type of claiming that we in right now, you know? But it must be pretty awkward on that set. <laughs> <laughs> Right, 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 right. Well, most of them guys are they aren't on set anymore, you know. He is doing the Zack Snyder stuff. Right. So right, I don't think right. them guys will be present, but I feel you, I feel you, man. But They're gonna be mean, mugging each other when all this over. Right, right. Can't right. meet back up in the meeting room by the water cooler. Right. They're gonna just be watching each staring each other down. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be real. Yeah, I could just imagine it. Right, yeah, man. So but yeah, man, that, that's basically the latest update in the Ray Fisher saga, man. So that's basically it for the DC news. But onto a more successful, you know what I mean? Uh, I guess, yeah, a more successful um, as of late series. So um, Star Wars. So John Favreau says uh, The Mandalorian Season 2 will have a larger scope and bigger stakes with less isolated stories. So... I found this really, really intriguing because he's basically talking about having more characters. He basically said that they basically like didn't try to overthink things. And what they're doing is adding a lot more characters and um, intricate, I don't know, like more characters and more storylines. So basically kind of like let the the universe kind of expand man so i was hearing this and i'm just like yo this sound so dope so they're basically saying like expect the outer rim to get a lot more crowded in season two um basically there's like there's a rogues gallery of actors who's, who's like optimized and, and ready to to, to to join the show obviously before we talked about rosario dawson uh, maybe t- Timothy Oliphant. So it seems they adding more characters to really like expand the universe of the show. And oh my god, like I I cannot wait for this thing to drop, dog. I'm very excited. The Mandalorian season one was just exhilarating, and to hear them say that they're gonna expand the story and get you know farther into the Star Wars universe and explore different areas, bigger storylines that affect. You know, different people, you know, because Star Wars, the films, it was like the Empire versus the Rebels. You know, you're talking about an entire faction of people and their way of living being threatened by an evil force, if you want to call them that. So, you know, it goes beyond in the season two. I'm glad to hear that they're going beyond just the Mandalorian and his personal story, you know, to something, you know, that's greater than that. Because clearly there's more stuff going on, you know. You're right. All them soldiers show up to try and destroy this little Yoda looking baby. <laughs> right. You know, something's right. going on in the universe. Clearly they don't want any more Jedi's period. Nobody to be force sensitive. They're trying to oppress that clearly is what I'm seeing. Yeah. So, I mean, that, uh, that could be it. That could be it, but you never know. I guess it's basically after the empire falls, you know? So who, who knows what's happening? Oh, so that's, that's when it's set after the, the after the empire falls. Yeah. Uh, it's set, I believe after, um, after episode six, I think, hmm. I think, yeah, I think it's set after episode six. 
Man, it would be dope if they bring rain one day. You know. That that would be cool. I'm not sure if they're gonna do it, but that would that would definitely be cool, man. But Favreau was saying basically, um, the new season is about introducing a larger story in the world. The stories become less isolated, yet each episode has its own flavor. And hopefully we're bringing a lot more scope to the show. Um, everything gets bigger, the stakes get higher, but also the personal story between the child, uh, Baby Yoda, and the Mandalorian develops in a way I think people will enjoy. So this is exactly what I like to hear because I like uh, the breadth of the Star Wars universe. I love when the shows basically just pour a bunch of cool characters with different motivations and backgrounds and that's that's why I love Star Wars, man. So I love that it's not being so such a small story, like a contained story. And I understand why they did that for the season one. You know, establish the character, establish his motivations, you know. I get that. But I like that they're really opening it up, man. So I am friggin' ready. And like we said before, a couple weeks ago, um, it's gonna premiere on October 30th. You know what I mean? On Disney Plus, man. So you know, I want to bring up a point here because The Mandalorian has been very successful. Like people in Europe who didn't even have the show, they already had an idea of what happened in the show because of just, you know, the booming news about the actual, you know, um, series. So, you know, in the article, they were saying, you know, what, what did The Mandalorian do right? And basically, because some of the other Star Wars titles, people weren't very uh, satisfied with, like right. Return right. of the Jedi and that foolish solo movie, Han Solo movie. So, you know, it's basically about the fact that people kind of have lower expectations for the television series versus the movies. So that kind of helped give the show an edge. So, you know, I thought that was a good point because, you know, you don't expect a little TV series. I didn't really expect much on The Mandalorian when I first heard about it. You know, I found out that I was quickly wrong when I started to actually watch the series on um, Disney+. Plus. It just... I was just glued to my seat. It just had me hooked. You know, you don't you don't really expect that from a TV series. So um, they're gonna just do it again with season two on a whole different level. Yeah, man, for sure. Like, yeah, man. They, they, with this show, they really they really hit the nail on the head. They found something there, and I think it's just because of the way they approached it. You know. I think like Star Wars is more fit for long form storytelling. It's hard to fit so much people and planets and motivations and powers and everything into two and a half hours. You know what I mean? Right. Because right. this universe is so crazy. So I think in the future, more series like this and uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi series that's coming up, maybe even a Vader series, just like do more series like that because it just fits for that, for that, that, um, that cinematic universe. And then obviously it's gonna help p- more people stay subscribed to Disney Plus. You know what I mean? So I think it's good for business, man. But TEV uh, trying to make a comeback, man. Hell, hell yeah, man. But speaking of, you have some more news um, from Obi Wan Kenobi. Basically, um, Ewan Mc- Ewan McGregor, who basically Obi Wan Kenobi in the prequels, and he's playing them. He's playing him in the series. Says he's more excited for Obi Wan Kenobi show. Than the um the two prequels, man. So he's very excited about it. And um basically we know right now that Obi Wan is set to premiere sometime in 2022. But basically, um he shed some more light on it talking about it on the Empire podcast. And basically he's gonna reprise his role as a Jedi Master. And it basically it'll basically be him 
it's confirmed that he will be it will, the show will just follow the life of the Jedi Knight in Tatooine after Revenge of the Sith or whatever. And as of right now, it seems like this one is going to be like a standalone season. I don't think it's going to be like uh, several seasons of this show, but um, I thought it was dope because I think this is going to kind of leave the door open. I think that this is my theory. This is not confirmed, but I believe this show is going to kind of open the door for a Vader series. Because if this, if this takes place right after Anakin kind of becomes um, Darth Vader, he's hunting down Obi-Wan. We know he's not going to kill him because in the canon of the story, he meets up with him. You know, he meets up with him when, when he finds Luke and then they, uh, um, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader have their little, their little fight, you know? So we know in this series, he can't be killed. So I think this will be a really good way to tell more stories about Obi-Wan and then get us into like the evolution of Anakin Skywalker into the full descent, you know, of being Darth Vader, going from light to gray to dark. You know what I mean? So I, this is what I'm hoping for. I know we talked a little bit last week, but kind of like the um the flashbacks and the, they, they think the series is going to be basically about um Darth Vader hunting down Obi-Wan. I think that's a perfect way to kind of reintroduce Darth Vader and then launch us into his his own series. So that's kind of why I hope is happening through this um this, this show. That's dope, but uh, Ewan, Ewan McGregor was actually saying that he's more excited to play um, play Obi-Wan in this series than uh, than he was playing the actual trilogy, the actual movie, Revenge of the Sith, that came out, you know, during our time when we were a little younger. You know, he went into, like, a whole, you know, explanation about it. You know, he was saying that those films weren't really liked by the older guys that watched all the original Star Wars movies, right. you know, the older generation. But, you know, of course, those films, you know, the, the, this, the writing of the Star Wars, little, you know, racers and stuff, those films actually mean a lot to us, you know, people who grew up in our generation. So he, he's really excited to continue that story and, you know, just flesh out the character of Obi-Wan more because, you know, we don't really know too much about the guy right. and his history and, you know, how he got to the point that he got in those older films. So, you know, that's what he was saying. You know, so, and I'm excited, too to see that entire journey you know these are not the droids you are looking for you know <laughs> i, I want to see some more jedi mind tricks you know right. how he even get to that point where he could use his powers in that in that manner so yeah you know vader you know, everybody loves vader as soon as vader come on the screen you just want to cry you know it's scary it's ominous right and um obi-wan gets gets to be a little fleshed out in this upcoming series right as well yeah man so I'm ready for that. Obviously, we it's got a series, a right? But yeah, yeah, series. <laughs> you see, that one hitting JG boss. <laughs> but I am good. I'm sober. Yeah, man. So, but yeah, man. So yeah, definitely gonna be a series. I'm I'm super 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 excited for this, man. So we got a little way. We got a little way. Little ways to wait, but I think it should be good, man. So from from one from one series that's that's uh basically based in space to another series that's going into space um f9 the fast saga is confirmed to finally go to space wow <laughs> what the hell bro they need to go to hell and get done with <laughs> come on <dang>. fast <laughs> and furious again 
Again? Come on, man. To space? You going to raise somebody in space? You think I want to see that? Yo. What are you going to do? Raise spaceships or something? Like. Faz, well, I have never what a story, seen a more a spicy take for Faz. For Faz and Furious. But they need, to, they need to go to hell. <laughs> yeah, go race in hell, man. Like, man. That's probably a little bit more exciting. Because come on, dog. Like, you racing hovercrafts in space on Pluto somewhere. Like, it's over, dude. It's over. Vin Diesel go home, <laughs> take a break. Vin Diesel got here now. He ain't even doing Faz and Furious. He ain't even the same man no more. <laughs> He ain't into cars. He into suits out here. So, you know, come oh on, dog. God. Just finish it already. Oh, my God. Well, apparently, uh, Ludacris hinted at the possibility during our interview. And then, um, uh, what's her name? Michelle Rodriguez accidentally seemed like she got confused. And she kind of confirmed that it's going to be happening, man. So, like, oh, my God. She basically said... Uh, when asked if Rodriguez's character of Lady gets to join Ludacris in space, the actress was caught off guard and seemingly confirmed the news. She said, oh, no way. How do you guys find that out? See what happens? People start talking behind the scenes, man, said Rodriguez. When a movie doesn't come out and forget about it, things get out. Nobody was supposed to know that. So she basically gets tricked. She basically gets tricked into revealing that. Oh, my God. Wow, they got her. Yeah, they got her real good. Yeah, they, yeah, they, she got played, bro. And then she basically said she confirmed that her character misses out on the zero gravity action. Um, but she was proud of how the production became more inclusive behind the scenes after she buries issues with a producer. She says, I'm not lucky enough to hit space, but we did get a female, female writer and showed a lot of love, I think, on this one. Thanks to, you know, thanks to Justin Lin, we were able to find a little bit more attention and love for the girls in the movie. And so I'm really hopeful that that shows through in the final product, man. And this is probably going to be the last. And I'm going to give you my little pseudo deep take on this. Because, you know, one thing about Fast and Furious, people love that series. But one of the reasons why people love it is because of the car racing. Like, you know, people love to see the cars. They love to see all the little you know, tricks, you know, they love to see all the little attachments people have to their different customized race cars and stuff like that. Who going to relate to a hovercraft in space? (laughs) You know, that one ain't going to do too well. I mean, you know, it might be the last one and hopefully it is, but you know, yeah, that was my little pseudo, I mean, um, deep analysis of fast and furious and the underlying themes and usages of colors. And um, foreshadowing events. No, I mean, um, I feel you, but I mean, (laughs) imagine, imagine if really for fast 10, for fast 10, they went to hell after this. Like, imagine if they actually did that. (laughs) Because I go like, I, you know, like a lot of people like this series is very popular. Obviously, there's a million goddamn movies, so they'll keep making it. I have zero problem with that. But I fall off after like episode four. Like I just don't care. But but yeah. I mean, oh, why the hell would they be in space? Like this this know. is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Yeah, I really don't know. Oh my god, man! Like this was this was just this was this a... was a lot, man. So if you yeah. had a need to have you know space and fast the fast crew collide, well, you you got your wish. 
Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just go to another continent. Like, you know, first they went to America, then they went to, you know, Japan. They went to Europe. You know, they could have went to another continent. You know, give me some different scenery or something. You don't go to space. You know, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I used to still laugh. You said they should go to hell. I, I, I'm not fast, but I am furious. So, you know, because this is oh my God. <laughs> oh man, shout out to JD man. We're asking to die over here, man. But that was that's it for Fast and Furious, man. But um, I guess since some more news, uh, The Walking Dead is officially ending after its eleventh season. And, and until I saw that written down, I wasn't even aware that it's been going on for that long, man. Another one that needs to end. Uh, oh, here it is. Here the hate coming from JC. Go ahead, JG. Tell me how you feel. I thought, matter of fact, I didn't even know it was season. I thought they had 20 seasons. You know, I thought they had way more seasons than 11. You know, because, <laughs> you know, it's the same. You know, after I was watching it. I ain't gonna lie. I was watching it faithfully like everybody else for a good while. And then after a while, I just drop off, man. It's the same damn thing. You know, they, they're running from zombies. They're gonna get eat up, eat alive, chew off. Run into some more human beings that you know backstabbers, they got issues, they probably like eating human beings. You know, it's just the same survival themes. You know, plus I think you you agree on the uh, the zombies, you know. I zombies already are just tired, you know. Walking Dead came out during a time when I don't know, I think I was in high school or maybe like my first years of college where zombies was like coming out left and right. Like it was a zombie movie every week. Right. A show, a different show. Everything was zombies. Just like one, uh, at one point, everything was vampires and werewolves. Like we've seen these transitions in media, and it, you know the zombies. That one has outlasted everybody else. You know zombies, they haven't died yet, and I'm tired of them. You know, I might turn into a Walking Dead myself because I'm almost dead watching all these series. But <laughs> yeah, man, this this show need to just go ahead and end. I'm I'm glad that you know they're ending now. Right. Maybe I will take a look and see if yeah, something man. exciting occurred, you know, in these more recent seasons. I don't know. Right. But, well, that's the thing. Like, just like you said, I watched it for a while. I think it was the first uh, four or so seasons, four maybe five seasons, and I kind of fell off. So, um, for the people that like continue watching, they basically said that it was bad, and then it got good again the last two or three seasons. Um. But yeah, man. So I mean, they they finally wrapping up, and the last season is gonna air um in fall twenty twenty one. So that'll be the final season, and we'll we'll see how it wraps up. Um, I I, I kind of been meaning to go back and see if it really did got get better, but it's just so many episodes, you know, so many episodes, so many seasons, and I like to kind of diversify my notary, you know, what I mean, I watch different things. So at some point, you know, I'll I'll get back to it. But if you if you're curious to see how it all ends, man. Here, here is your freaking chance, man. But yeah, shout out to Walking Dead, man. Super successful show, and it, it did provide some, 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 some good feelings at, at some point. So shout out to that, man. But um, next um, in some news that uh, the next couple of things I know JG really excited about. So JG, I know we got some news about Rising of the Shield hero. Um, for my money, the best isekai anime, um that I've ever seen. I really think so, so far. So I know they have some news for season two. So what's going on with that? 
I would love to argue with our host, our leader here, Joe, on that point, but I can't really, you know, other than Digimon, I can't really find any worthy shows to combat what he said. Right. This is a great show, and I think he actually was the one who put me on. So, yeah. I was, I, man. You know, I, I'm the I'm the North Chieftain, you know what I mean? The lighthouse <laughs> is pointing you guys to safety. So, you know, you're welcome. If you haven't seen it as of yet, get your Crunchyroll you know, subscriptions going and watch that show. Do not sleep on it. It is a great show, great story. It's definitely going to get your emotions riled up. Everybody that watches it tells me that because I put on a bunch of other people Fact. since then. And um, it was a great story, man. And I really got tied up into it. I, like every, every story was very just interesting to me. I just wanted to see what was going to happen next, how he's going to fight this next monster and absorb its powers after this. You know, it, it follows now for me who fell into this fantasy world where there are like four heroes that protect the world, the shield hero, the bow, the bow hero, the uh, the spear hero. And the shield hero, for some reason, is just hated. So as soon as he landed there, they were already gunning for him. And they put him through so much <laughs> trials and tribulations. Terrible but eventually, shit. you know, he made it. He, he saw his way through. And um, it was a pretty decent ending. But... um. I'm really looking forward to see what type of... See, they have parties. It's like a game. You know, there's a big wave in the anime community, I think, where it's like anime shows that are based off of games, like a, a RPG structure. Like you choose your character and you you absorb different powers and then you get, you get to unlock different powers. So the anime is actually structured off of a video game, like a RPG. So that's the type of world that he's living in. And if you watch like the the picture, they have like a little banner of season two and it shows different characters that join his party. So he has a party of people that fight with him and travel and journey with him throughout the world. And it's looking like some some decent characters, man. You know, he now Fumi is a is a is a is a gentleman, man. He's just a goddamn player. You know, he gets all the bad fantasy woman to join his party. I mean, just check it out and see. You know, this dude is um, just very popular at the moment. He wasn't in the beginning <laughs> of the series. But at all. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to um, seeing season two. You know, they have new villains, Spirit Turtle or something like that. I don't know what it is. But um, it seems very different. And they have a new director as well. You're right. So they have a lot of new challenges. And I always love to see how the characters grow and evolve. And you yeah, will man. see that they did even in the even at the end of season one. So you just get to wonder how they're gonna change and grow now in season two. And I'm excited for it. Great show, great anime. No, oh, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, from the art to the story to like you said, the air, the the problems that they put him into, like they really, they really. I don't want to spoil it because this is one. I just I don't want to spoil it, but it's an excellent anime. If you like anime, or even if you don't, definitely check it out. But. The situation is the point, man, the way he have to kind of grind to get respect in the show and the way he to live up to the challenges, like, it's dope, man. I, I love that show. I can't wait. I can't wait for it to come back, man. So they, this was welcome news for me. But, yeah, man. So shout out to that. Can't wait for that to come back. And then now for the last thing and in, in what intrigues us, apparently there's a new movie called Vampires versus the bronx that's coming to netflix man and it has some some dope people in it man uh method man um mero from detus and mero um and it's part of um netflix i guess ramping up 
the Halloween type films for for uh, this October, man. So, so JG, how are you feeling about this one? I am feeling spooky. All right, I am a big fan of Spooktober October, man. And there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people out there that feel the same way I do. You know, back in the day when I was a kid, I always had very strong holiday spirit. And around this time, it just felt a little spooky. And Netflix is helping me out, you know, just being, bringing me back to the, those times of nostalgia where, you know, I really enjoyed this season. All the ghouls, goblins, witches, and wizards came out around this time. And this show looks pretty cool because Method Man is in it. So, you know, so basically the log line is a group of young friends from the Bronx fight to save their neighborhood from a band of vampires. Right. And so that's releasing on October 2nd. So that's actually, that's not too far away. I will be there with some pumpkin spice, That's sitting right. down, you know, just chilling, cooling, enjoying my surroundings. Right. You know, I like to decorate too, so I'm going to probably have some pumpkins outside, scaring some people, you know, glowing in the dark and stuff, a flying bat, ghosts. Yeah, it, it, it yeah, yeah, I'm doing it up this year. I'm going to have the whole front, yeah, just spookified. Yeah, we be dope. We definitely, we definitely got to get our photo, man. So I definitely want to try and get our photo <laughs> to put on the, on the show. Like, oh, man. Um, but yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. I saw this when you sent it to me and um, I'm not really like a big uh, Halloween person, but I'm gonna check this out, man. It's cool. It's, you know, basically like you said, young friends just trying to basically save the neighborhood from the vampires. I'm a big um, Mero fan from Jesus and Mero. Obviously, you know, we rock with Method Man Heavy. Um, so, yeah, man, I think this might be something fun to just kind of check out, you know, pop some popcorn, just relax, just watch this movie and have a good time. You know what I mean? And yeah, a lot of people are color in it. So, you know, definitely want to support that, man. So yeah, it seems but like you, a fun little movie. You didn't mention anything fall related. Like, where's your pumpkin, si- pumpkin spice flavored stuff? You know, you could slide some apple stuff in there, apple cider, whatever. Right. You know, it's different fall flavored vegetation and fruits. You didn't send on popcorn. That's it. Come on, <laughs> but it's a movie, so that's why I said popcorn. But me, I'm a PSL guy. You know what I mean? I, I definitely drink pumpkin spice lattes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, without shame. And um, what you call it? I'm not really like an apple guy, but I do drink hard cider, right? So that should count. Kind of okay. like apple cider, hard apple cider. So you know. That's that's my way of supporting the October the October season, I guess. Where as I say, the fall season. Um, so okay, that's how I'll celebrate. Maybe I get some hot side and I'll watch this movie. All right, dope, dope. Yeah. All right, I could I'll be all right with that. Okay, exactly. well, maybe we could Cal- do a live session and mm. watch it. You know, that would be people. cool, actually. Maybe we should a watch we should party, kind of play around with doing that. Yeah, that actually would be kind of dope. Yeah, maybe we will do, do that. That's a good idea. But um, yeah, man. So that's basically what we had for. Uh, what intrigues us in nerdery now y'all know what time it is it's time for absurd nerdery aka never go full nerd man so this week basically um the fans fans of the boys they basically review bomb season two because they didn't like the way that uh the show the show was scheduled to have a new episode every friday they wanted it all to be released and they basically throw a little, a little, a little bitch fit, just complaining and and point negative reviews all over IMDb and wherever they could find it, just to kind of lash back at the creators for doing this. And um, I get it; some people like to stream everything, and I understand maybe 
maybe some of them don't have anything to watch, which I find difficult, but hey, maybe it's possible. Um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just here to warn. I guess to kind of warn everybody, caution everybody. Like, don't go full nerd, man. Like, this is just like the, the height of entitlement. We have so much. We have so much nerdery on Netflix, Hulu, Crunchyroll, Funimation, Amazon Prime, HBO Max, Disney Plus, bruh. What more do I need to say? Like, like there's so many things to watch. So the fact that you're upset that it comes out once a week, like especially after the creators made a point to say, hey, this one is not, everything isn't going to be released. We even came here and said this a few weeks ago that they even announced on several couple of panels and in some articles that it's going to be a weekly release schedule. Like, yes, they didn't do what you wanted to do, but you still get this dope art for a nice little price. Like, what are you bitching for, man? Like, uh, I, I, don't, I don't get it, man. Because I was watching right. it and I was wondering why does it have so many such a low review, you know? Exactly. 2.5 stars for everything. And I'm like, what's happening? This don't make any sense because this is a good show. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly. So I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get why you would do that. Just enjoy the art, man. Like, stop being, stop being fucking babies, man. Full nerds. Absolutely full-blooded 100%. 150% nerds. So that means you went over 100. So you're doing too much. Right. But you don't cover the entitlement thing. So I will also say I need to have some integrity. Like, I hate to go online on Amazon, right, and see a product with, like, some questionable reviews. But then when I see the question, you know, the negative reviews, it's not even about the actual product. Right. Oh, Amazon sent it late. This, that, and the third. <laughs> I want to know about the product. Is the product quality or not? Like, is the product working? Clearly, the show is quality. Give, give me something about the show. If you want to give a bad review, you need to give me, you know, give me a reason why the show is terrible. Garbage. Not because you upset with them not releasing it on your schedule. Right. No, that's whack. Then just don't leave a review. Exactly. exactly. You know, or, you know, give a positive review because the show is dope and then say, damn, I wish this was, you know, this, that, and the third. Right. That's how you do it. That's how you carry it. So, exactly. Exactly. You know what I mean? I agree 100% because I remember there was this podcast that I loved. I loved so much. And I, my, I gave it like a five-star review and I was like, yo, I love this. I just wish it was longer, you know? But you know what I mean? And that, that's me giving you a five-star review. I'm happy you're doing this. I'm supporting you. I would love to get more, but I'm still going to take what I can get. You know what I mean? Because I appreciate the art. But these people just being bitches, man, having their little bitch fit, man. So never, ever go full nerd. Don't be like that. You know what I mean? Get a life. <laughs> and especially this day and age, there's so, much, so many things to watch, man. Like you can right. fill your time with other stuff, man. Or something There's productive. so many things. I don't but, know. Yeah, clean your room <laughs> right that's, just, that's right wipe, wipe the doritos off of your your keyboard you know what i mean <laughs> like the dorito dust get off your keyboard man fight vampires something anything <laughs> you know what i mean right. fight vampires fight the shield hero do something bro i don't i don't even know go to space you know what i mean in american <laughs> muscle car like uh, <laughs> like calorie Car- fisher you know yeah exactly you know. yeah you know what i mean engage in some dc detracting some yeah, definitely, man. Do some, man. But yeah, man, stop going full nerd, man. Jesus, y'all yeah, fucking just annoying. Don't do that, right? Yeah, y'all giving the rest of us a bad name, man. Just got goddamn life. Um, but yeah, man, that that was it for absurd nerdery. And finally, y'all know how it is. I like to leave you guys with some words of wisdom. Um, this week uh, is from Zahir, man, one of the best villains ever, and from Korra, one of my favorite series ever. 
let go of your earthly tether, enter the void, empty, and become wind. <laughs> That's the hardest quote I've ever heard in my Beautiful. life. Beautiful. Hard, bro. You know what I mean? So shout out to shout out to Sahir for being a beast. Um, shout out to that show. And you're just wondering what what the hell is gonna do with the show? Last week it was inspirational. This week is just sound hard. I just sometimes I, I just gonna drop a badass quote. If it's sound hard to me, I'm gonna drop it in the show. You know what I mean? Cause that's right. how I do it, bro. But yeah, man. So that was it. And last thing, guys, remember that if y'all write in, uh, give us feedback through all those different means that you'll see in the show in the show notes. We will read it on the show. And you know what I mean? Even if even if you're talking shit, if it's funny, I love to read it. I don't even care, bro. So that's our reminder again. And as always, we appreciate you guys. That was episode 27 of Nerdery and Nonsense. We're going to see you guys next week. Later. Later.